God bless everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Building Up in Christ. Build Up in Christ. Hallelujah. And in this session, we'll be dealing with anxiety. Um, one of the things that I tend to notice is that ever since this pandemic started, um, you have a lot of people suffering from anxieties. Um, you have some people to the point that when the government decides to or attempt to try to open up um, workplaces, businesses, um, some people who work for city government, local government, or even federal government um, are hindered on going back. Um, you could say that some people are suffering from PTSD. Um, and some people went through that after 9-11 here in New York. And some people could not um, travel to the area where the World Trade Center was once located. And um, they had issues with even getting on trains, depending on where they were at when the planes first hit. And in similar fashion, you have a lot of people now that are working from home who thought they would never be working from home. And they have issues with if things open up again, going back to work physically. Some is due to the fact of anxiety. Some is due to the fact they're worried about their children because schools won't be open up and they have no child care um, personnel. And therefore, they have to deal with the fact of, well, I got to take care of my child. So I can only work from home so I can take care of my child and observe them and make sure they're studying on their online classes. So there's a lot of issues that we see. And right now, we're living in a big age of anxiety. So whether it be personal concerns, family matters, financial needs, health issues, current government policies, global conditions, we have all these reasons to worry and fret. But sometimes critical situations strike immediate fear in our heart that is only natural. However, much of our anxiety is associated with everyday problems. We take our worries to bed with us. We wake up with them. We carry them around with us all day. This is not how God intended or wanted us to live. He can settle our hearts in such a way that we can live with the stresses of life, yet still experience his peace and joy. If we go to 1 Peter 5, verse 7, and I'm reading in the NIV, And it reads as follows in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Hallelujah. Now, what does it mean to cast all your anxiety on him, meaning God and Jesus? Here's Peter once again quoting from the Old Testament. He's paraphrasing Psalms 55, 22. This line is to provide comfort to believers in the face of persecution and suffering. God does not deliver believers from trouble in God not only delivers, excuse me, believers from trouble in the future, but he also shows us his loving care in the present by hearing our prayers. Hallelujah. If we look at Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, it says, "Do not be anxious about anything." But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So what does that mean? That means that whenever we feel anxious, 
And that's natural to feel like that in the human sense. As long as we're on the earth, we're going to have moments that we struggle and we feel anxiousness. We should give it to the Lord. We should present it to the Lord in every situation. And when we present it to the Lord, it should be in this manner. Let's say, for example, I'm struggling with, again, an example I gave in a previous podcast. I have a a boss that's verbally assaultive. He likes uh, using F-bombs and so forth. And it's getting on my nerves that he feels that it's okay to talk to me that way. While I find it unprofessional. And technically, in any place of business, that's unprofessional vocabulary. And it is technically verbal assault when you speak to someone in a cursing manner. Okay? Let's get that clear. And the best way for me to deal with it is, first of all, approach him and say, um, Do you mind not speaking to me that way? Because it's unprofessional, and I'm not used to people speaking to me in that way, and it's not appreciated. I like to keep things professional. Um, Let's use professional vocabulary here. Um, The other way is to present it to the Lord before you even speak to your boss and say, Lord, you see the situation I'm going here. I don't appreciate it, Lord. Lord, please give me strength. I thank you for all the blessings you have performed in my life. I understand this job is a blessing for me because there's some people out there that are not working. But help me with this battle that I have with this person being verbally assaultive, their vocabulary. So you present it to the Lord and leave it at that. In the sense of once you put it in God's hands, don't try to take it out of his hands once you put it in his hands. Don't be the kind of person that, okay, I presented it to the Lord, but if he criticizes me one more time, I'm going to punch him in his face. That's not the Christ-like thing to do. Christ will never do that. So, therefore, we shouldn't think in that manner. Once we present it to the Lord, let the Lord work it out. Let the Lord and the Holy Spirit speak to you, give you the time frame when to approach your boss. Because the Holy Spirit is going to tell you, okay, this is the time. Then move, take the time, speak to him, be like, um, calmly speak to this person and address the situation. Okay, now, what kind of feelings do we feel when we have anxiety? Um, We get these feelings of inadequacy. Problems sometimes can overwhelm us so much that we feel small, incapable of doing anything about them. But Jesus advises us to look at the birds, meaning when the birds are flying, do they look like they're anxious? No. Do they look like they're worried? They're enjoying the moment. They don't have to worry about food because they know the Lord is going to provide. And that's the way we should be walking. That we know the Lord is going to provide. That he's going to handle our problems, our struggles, our situations. Now, mind you, he's not going to take your cross away from you. And what I mean by that is we as believers in Christ all have a cross that we carry. There are certain things that we have to learn to deal with and walk with knowing that the Lord is not going to remove that. Okay, but that's my cross to bear. Okay, like let's say, for example, for me personally, I suffer from chronic pain. That's my cross to bear. Um, I keep presenting it to the Lord. I don't stop presenting it to the Lord, but I continue walking in the Lord. I don't say I'm giving up on you, Lord, because you don't heal me from this chronic pain. That's not the way to be. We have to understand that at a certain point, there are certain things that are cross to bear. We have to carry it. Same way the Lord, Jesus Christ, had to carry his cross in which he was going to be crucified on. Okay. Our attempt to change things we cannot control. 
Jesus reminds us that many situations are beyond our ability to alter. If we was to look at this verse, it says, and who of you being worried can add a single hour to his life? What does that mean? That means that is you worrying about your problem going to make it improve? No. The only thing it's going to do is bring you more worry. You might lose some hair. You may lose your appetite. That's all that worry does. It disintegrates your body. It eats at you. We have to present our problems to the Lord and let it go. Okay? One thing that I felt personally that I went through one time, I had a cancer scare. And they told me with the fear that they that I might have bladder cancer. And the first thought came to mind was anger. And then in that moment was grief. And then the next moment, it was very quickly... I felt at peace because I said, you know what? I serve the Lord. I know where my final destination is going to be. And then I just prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, I hope it is not true. But if anyone could do anything about it, it's you. And if you choose not to do anything about it, then you know what? I know I'm going to be soon with you. And I was at peace with it. I was okay with it. I praise the Lord that I do not have bladder cancer. I still carry my chronic pain cross. But I'm thankful that I served the Lord, that I was able to be at peace with it. So we cannot let worry drive us. And we carry that worry constantly with us. Okay. Um, the other thing that tends to occur during anxiety is our failure to trust God to provide our needs. When we worry that our needs won't be met, we tend to demonstrate a lack of faith in God. Part of our problem is that we don't know what our needs truly are. Um, sometimes the situation may look like the Lord has let us down, but in reality, he's supplying our need. We may not even know we have. Okay, so let's say, for example, sometimes people pray to the Lord like he's a genie, and he is not. And let's say, for example, you are blessed enough to have a car. You have transportation. It may not be a brand new car, but it may be a car that's already paid for and works and gets you from point A to point B. Would it get you from New York to Georgia? It may not, but it definitely gets you point A to point B. And sometimes we tend to look at others and be like, well, but why did that person driving a Mercedes Benz? And that person is driving a Kia, brand new. Here's the thing. doesn't matter what the person is driving. The Lord provided it, then we should accept it. God only gives us what we need, the basic necessities. And sometimes we want in excess of necessities so let's say for example i'm the kind of person that i'm, I'm just happy having a, a decent running car i do drive a kia that's three years old and i'm happy for it it's a three-year-old kia it works perfectly fine sometimes i feel like i'm in the lap of luxury because that kia um for the value you know feels pretty comfortable leather seats heated seats um bluetooth and all that good stuff you know so I feel rather comfortable. Now, when someone starts talking to me about, oh, wouldn't you like a uh, Mercedes? Wouldn't you like an Infinity? That'd be nice, but that's outside of my means. And what we have to remember is that as believers in Christ, we also have to be good stewards. Meaning, I don't go about getting myself into debt. No. I make sure I get something that's within my means and the Lord provides. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to chase that Mercedes-Benz. I'm not going to chase that Beamer just because someone else has it. Because then what the risk is is that that becomes a false idol. 
And I don't worship things. I worship Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. The other thing that can occur is misplaced priorities when it comes to anxieties. Instead of focusing on obtaining the necessities of life, Jesus tells us to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So what does that mean? It means when we make our top priority to acknowledge him as our Lord and Savior, seeking to walk obediently in his ways, God promises to supply whatever else we need. He knows exactly what's best for us, as well as how and when to provide it. Hallelujah. Another thing, when we suffer from anxieties, we sh- we're trying to live tomorrow, today. Meaning this, planning ahead is good, but sometimes our overloaded calendars lead to an overwhelming sense of pressure, pressure of time. Jesus tells us, So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Instead of becoming anxious about our responsibilities and commitments, we should turn our schedules over to God. If we wake up each morning with our thoughts on the Lord, committing ourselves to whatever He says, we'll be able to go through the day with peace and joy as we watch Him work everything out for His good. Hallelujah. The call of God never takes us where the grace of God cannot sustain us. He has promised to meet all our needs and guard us with his peace and joy. The choice really is ours. We can either live with mistrust and anxiety or trust the Lord to provide and watch over us. He has all the power to meet our needs. And he has the omniscience to know what's best. Hallelujah. It may not be what we like, but his ways are always right. And his motive is always love. Okay? Now, if we read back to Matthew 6, verses 25 through 27, it says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. Do they not sow or reap or store away in barns? And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? See, worrying, the only thing worrying does is that it takes away from our life. Um, Stress, anxiety tends to wear down the body. And as we continue walking in stress and anxiety, our body starts breaking down. So we cannot continue walking around with stress and anxiety. For those of you who have um, watches from Apple and Fitbits and observe how your heart rate goes up, your heart rate, when you suffer anxiety and stress, the normal human heart rate, it's in the 70 beats per minute. When you're stressed, it goes over 100, sometimes 120. What you do is when you're constantly going at 120 beats per minute and letting that be a constant basis, it's like you redlining a car. It's like you constantly pressing down on that, forcing that car to go when it cannot go any longer. What you're going to do is cause failure. 
And that's what our body's going to go through, failure, if we continue carrying stress. We have to hand it to the Lord. Hallelujah. If we look at Psalms chapter 37, verses 7 through 8, it says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. Now, these verses mean that, for example, let's say your job, someone gets promoted over you and you feel that job was meant to be yours. Do not fret. The Lord will back you up. If you were chasing that job just because you want an increase in salary, the Lord may bless you in the sense that he may give you a salary increase that is reflective of the title you were chasing. Or he may stretch out your paycheck. You'd be making 45000 a year in New York City, which we know New York City is very expensive, and yet still not have a need. While the real good salary to have in New York, let's be honest, is about $80,000 a year to 100000 But see, the Lord always provides. We have to depend on the Lord. If we look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So as believers in Christ, with everything that's going on with the pandemic, whatever's going on with your career, your jobs, whether you still have a job or you may not have a job, present it to the Lord. And know the Lord is listening. And God is faithful and unchanging. That he will take care of your situation. But we have to present it with thanksgiving and with faith. And know that the Lord will answer our prayers in his time. Because sometimes we want things yesterday. No, it's in the Lord's time. And we have to allow the Lord to deal with it. Once you present it to the Lord, don't try to take it away from his hand. Once you put it in his hand, leave it there. For believers in Christ, do not be fearful of being in his temple. Because we have some believers that are fearful with this pandemic going back to the temple. Do not be fearful. Instead, be wise. Be careful. Be knowledgeable. Because the Lord provides doctors, scientists. He educates our future um, scientists. We have believers in Christ who are doctors. So therefore, just follow the guidelines and everything will be fine. Just trust in the Lord. And I hope this blesses you. I hope this um, message encourages you. And know this, it's natural to be fearful as human beings with what's going on in the world. But do not be discouraged. The Lord is still in control. God is real. And he is listening to our prayers. And he will bring you peace. We just have to present ourselves to him, submit to him, and pray in thanksgiving. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you. And I hope you continue listening to our podcast. May the Lord continue to guide me in giving messages to this audience. And we hope we all grow in Christ. Always try to build up in Christ. 
God bless you. God keep you.